0: And here we are, is a podcast for professionals, believers, and genuine people looking for genuine conversation. My name is Kia Harris Tatgren, and I'm your host. I'll be sharing information about nonprofits, faith, business, entrepreneurship, life, and much more. I am so excited for you to be joining me. right so it's 2022 and this is the first podcast of the year and my first guest did you know i'm sure if you've been listening you realize i haven't had any guests yet but i wanted to bring in guests and these are individuals who i enjoy thoroughly um people with kingdom minded businesses and pursuits and other things that i just am honored to be connected with them so we'll have a series of guests but today's guest is jasmine jones and she and i have been friends since middle school uh and then we reconnected we reconnected a few years ago and now we are back in alignment and doing things for kingdom together and i'm just grateful for that so just want to introduce jasmine jasmine
1: hello everybody thank you for having me Kia Absolutely. I didn't realize that I was the first guest I was like oh I'll stop. okay <laughs> first guest but hi everyone I'm Jasmine we've been like Kia said we've been friends for hey middle school how old were we 13 12 that no, tells our age like but
0: <laughs> <that>. yeah
1: <laughs> but thanks for having me Absolutely. So tell tell our listeners what you do. What I do. So Monday through Friday, (laughs) I'm working with kids. Um, I'm a site director uh, for the YMCA. Um, But when I'm not doing that, I have a faith based um, Christian apparel called Crowned in um, Christ. Um, You can follow me on Instagram. It's crowned in Christ, um, 19. Um, I started that, uh, well, I launched it, um, on my 30th birthday. Um, and I've wrote, oh yeah, I wrote my first devotional that was published last year in November. Um, and it's called, she is devotional. And it's just basically about becoming who God wants us to become as kingdom women. Um, and that goes along with A podcast that I have called she is so that's what I do when I'm not working with kids (laughs) um and also traveling now I'm I'm speaking that traveling as um a dancer worship dancer
0: so yeah that's great so I'll put in the I guess they call them show notes the links to her Instagram and other things that she does also Spotify has reviews. So when you are ready, leave a review for this podcast, because we want to be able to reach more people and your view is important. So we're talking today about being directed and by whom. Mm-hmm. And Jazz and I selected this topic because it's super important to have discernment and have understanding of what God wants you to do in every season and the importance of seeking him. So, Jasmine, share why you selected this topic, because this was literally from you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I I know, I know that God gave me this topic because it's something that I struggled with. Um, oftentimes, when I would want to do something or a thought would come to my mind, or I would go and ask other people, like, what do you think? Um, instead of going to see God and ask God or people or simply people would say well I think that you should do this or I think that you will be good at this or I think this and I think that and and, and instead of taking that and saying God is this what you're saying about my life um, I will listen to what they would say have to say um, and I think that in honesty I think that in my life you know of course, God works things together for the good but I think that there has been wasted time in my life um because I listened to other people and what they thought or what they what they felt God was calling me to do even if it was like throwing labels on there like I I I believe that God is calling you to be an evangelist it's because I don't know if God really (laughs) confirmed that on my life that he's calling me to be an evangelist so um Yeah, I I knew that this was something that by God giving it to me, that this was something that people needed to hear because we got to be careful when it comes to listening to people instead of seeking God for his counsel.
0: Right, absolutely. So the opinion of others can get in the way of what God is saying if you allow it to. Mm -hmm. And so I can recall a lot of situations being younger and people are... Oh, well, you should do this. And how about you consider this type of career? Mm-hmm. And then going that route and realizing, well, actually, this wasn't anything connected to what I was supposed to do in the first place. So let's talk more about that. People's opinions and how in the past, maybe it has changed your mind about something or even changed your direction about your life.
1: I think the the funny part is when I think about just different things. I think about um, this time when I was in high school and it can be so simple y'all. Like when I say it can be so simple, it can be so simple. So I remember this guy, I was wearing lip liner. Okay. And all of a sudden, like he has something to say about my lip liner. And the next day, like for years, I stopped wearing lip liner and I'm like, And I started thinking about it. I'm like, I like lip liner. Like, why did I stop wearing it? Just because this guy had something to say And it. And I started to see that I was altering who I was just because of what he thought and his opinion. And it can, and I just want to say this. It can, when I say it starts small, it starts small and then that can also carry into your ministry and what Mm -hmm. God is calling you to do. And we don't even realize it where it's like, For example, um, you know, as a praise dancer, um, I'm not going to say all, but some have the mindset of they, the songs that they choose are not from God. They just want to choose a song that's popular. And it's like, if we're not careful, you know, here we are directing and leading our own lives based upon a song. And God may say, I want you to do this song. You're like, yeah, but... I'm worried about what other people might think, but God knows what needs to be in the room. Um, but that little incident that happened in high school can just carry over to your ministry. And you just gotta be real careful, real careful. But that was something that came up in my life where I was like, I need to stop caring about how other people other people have to say about me. Even you know, when I was young, I used to wear tennis shoes all the time. And my mom was like, you need to like start dressing girly. And so I stopped wearing tennis shoes completely and started wearing, you know, sandals and dresses. And then I got older and I was like, I like tennis shoes. Why am I not wearing tennis shoes? And I just had to go back and say, this is what I like to wear. I cannot allow what people opinions or what they think that I should wear or what they think that I should not put on detour me from, you know, who I am.
0: Right. Absolutely. And when we're young, we're very susceptible to the opinions of others. Mm-hmm. And especially if they're close to us, we just think, oh, that's what we should be doing. So I recall in high school and part of college, like my personality was tailored towards the people that are around me. So a lot of the people around me were extroverts. So I thought I need to be an extrovert. And so mm. I would frustrate myself trying to be a person that I was not not realizing that being an introvert is not a problem and that it is something that is a gift and that I had to grow into that and accepting Mm -hmm. that and then also transitioning into a ambivert and knowing how to navigate that so it took time to accept that this is who I am and that's okay and that I don't need to be like other people And Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of things that I had to go through to get to that process because it wasn't just overnight and, okay, now I'm this person who has my full identity. So I was taking on a false identity because I thought Mm. that this is what was needed. I needed to be like an extrovert in order to be accepted by others. And so when I came to that realization, that's when my life became what it should be. Mm. That's I am an ambivert. I am an introvert at times and that's okay. And I want to encourage anyone who is an introvert that it's not a problem and it may make people feel uncomfortable because you have a level of understanding that others in the room may not because you're able to observe, because you're able to have a place of knowing when to speak and when not to speak. And mm. it creates a level of wisdom for you. So I just want to encourage you for that because a lot of the time people are saying this is what is accepted in society. And then it makes you think, well, I'm not going to be accepted. So let me not do this or not do this other thing when you need to accept all that you are and all those intricate pieces. I love
1: that. I love yeah. that. And I was, you know, <clears throat> I, cause I was going to ask, how do you, because I'm very, Well, let me backtrack. I think that people thought that I was um, very quiet and very timid, and that's not my personality. Um, I had struggled with rejection and I struggled with people accepting me for who I am. And so um, when people (laughs) saw me, they're like, she's so quiet. I'm like, I'm really not quiet. I'm really loud um, at times. I can be quiet but I'm very loud and I'm very, um, I don't want to say in your face all the time, but you know, I'm, I'm in your face. I want to talk and, um, I'm outgoing. So I guess, how do you as me being, well, yeah, I'll ask that. How do I, uh, respect your boundary as an introvert? Because sometimes, um, I know that extroverts have to be I mean you if a person is an extrovert they they're, they're an extrovert but sometimes it can be too much for an introvert and you know it's like how to respect how do we respect you guys' boundary when it comes to that.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that cuz not everyone understands that there is something unique about an introvert so they don't even go out of their way to ask and so that is appreciated everyone around me is an extrovert apart from my mom well with people she knows she's an extrovert but everyone else is an extrovert and so I have to teach them how I function like if it's late at night and you're coming in the car I'm, I'm specifically speaking about my husband um he is an extrovert and I remember when we met he was like yeah I'm an introvert and I was like no you absolutely are not um (laughs) but he he sometimes he gets excited um in addition to the fact that that's how they talk in Haitian Creole it's very strong and um they speak very loudly and so he'll come into the car after work and he's speaking loudly and I'm like can you just tone it down a bit because I'm in that place of I'm relaxing now just need mm. to tone it down. So, me just sharing bits and pieces of okay, sometimes loud noises will kind of like, oh, let's just uh, bring it down a bit. And so, just sharing, being open about this is what happens if I'm quiet. So, if mm. I'm quiet in certain situations, it's not anything to do with you. I'm just in quiet mode, I may just be mm-hmm. in listening mode. And If I'm not speaking in an environment, that means I have nothing purposeful to say and accepting that. Okay. She's not talking right now, but maybe she's reflecting right now, or maybe this isn't the space for her Mm. and that's okay. So let me just have, let her have her space. But then other times when I'm around people, I know you would probably call me ambivert because I can turn on extrovert when I want to. Um, Not in the sense that I'm transforming into this other person, but in the sense that I know how to navigate being around other types of people. And I'm saying like extroverts and ambiverts because it's needed. I know when it's needed for me to have conversations with people where there's needing that conversation. And then I know when it's just not a place for me to speak. So maybe I'm in a meeting and I'll have one or two things that I say. Um, It doesn't mean I'm not engaged in the meeting. It just means that I have nothing purposeful to say. So realizing that introverts they need their space they may not always be social when they do come out and be social it is you should consider it a blessing because Mm -hmm. they chose you to connect with and they have that close relationship with you so that question was great and I think it's important for anyone who has friends that are introverts to ask them and have a better understanding so it's not you having a miscommunication or your friendship or relationship can't grow because you didn't have a simple conversation about something. And then making sure you don't take offense to certain things. Like Mm -hmm. if they say no, or most of the time it's no, or they're asking questions like, well, how many people are going to be there? Or those kinds of things, just realizing there's a purpose behind it. And it's not that they don't care about you and love you. It's just that they may be in a space where they need to have their own space and reboot. Because mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. we have to reboot after social situations where I will go to a social event and then I'll come back and I say, okay, so when it comes to classes online, teaching or another social event, let's have some time in between that. So just realizing and respecting that.
1: Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that a lot because I'm, you know, I noticed that with my, uh, my coworker, um, I believe she's a, I believe she's an introvert and, you know, being hired on, um, I became her boss. And so my personality was, you know, good night. I love you. Have a beautiful night. <laughs> and She's like, this girl is crazy. Um, but just even in that, you know, going back to where you were talking about false identity, I had to be okay with being who God called me to be. Because I felt like, okay, if I'm not, if I'm not being who God created me to be, I felt like I was suffocating myself. And I did not like that feeling. Um, and I had to be okay with the fact of. Even if she doesn't say I love you back, or even if she doesn't say anything, um I'm still Jasmine. That's just who I am. And she started warming up to it. She was like, oh, okay, I like this girl. She's cool. All right, she's she's legit. I like her. Um, and I see that, you know, it brings joy to her and it brings laughter to her. Um you know, she's always laughing at work, and it's like, oh, you actually laugh. Okay, this is good. But you know, if I wasn't being who God created me to be, um, how could I? How could I bring that out of her, or how can I even just be able to just bring her joy um, on a day to day where she looks forward to coming into work? Um, and if I had not let go of what. Um, you know, uh, rejection or what other people might have said that altered my personality through the years. How could I be me freely and being able to, who knows what God is doing, cultivate something within her or, um, cultivating something within me. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's good that you want to meet her where she's at, and have an understanding of her. And I think she appreciates that. So learning the difference between when God is directing you or people is important. So how do you ensure that you're being led by God versus people? Hmm. Um.
1: I would immediately, this sounds, I know, so cliche, but immediately I'll have this say i'll have to seek god and ask him and say okay god is this what you are leading to do um or just even ask the holy spirit on the spot like god let you am i okay to go because sometimes um god will use people to push you and you have to deserve god is this you using people to push me to do something or is this Or is this just something that, I don't know, that is trying to um, come as a detour to get me off the course. Um, So if somebody comes up to me and says, Jasmine, I I think that you should be a lawyer. What? Really? God, is that, you know, okay, that that ain't, let me just go and throw that in the trash can and not even listen to what that person is saying. but I think that also comes with um, knowing who you are and confident um, with any confidence within yourself. Because if you look to people um, for them to feel you, which is something that I struggled with too, if you look to people to feel you, um, to give you confidence, you will just follow everything that everybody has to say about you and, and what they think about you. Um, you know, I had people talk about the season that I'm in and I had to, okay, God, let me bring this to you because I don't want people putting things, names, saying stuff on none of the season that I'm in. And that's not what it's supposed to be. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's important that discernment is important. And then, like you said, realizing that, <clears throat> is this for me or is this not for me? because. <laughs> mm-hmm people can often be led by their emotions. And when they're led by their emotions, they're going to mm-hmm. talk out of their emotions and it can be out of alignment with God. So they may be excited about situations, say, Oh, let's do this. Let's work on this project together. And then you bring it back to God. And he's like, well, no, I we didn't right ask now. you to partner with them. <laughs> so I, I agree with that. And I find that when I'm doing things, listening to others that I have these negative emotions. So maybe anxiety
1: or mm. um,
0: hesitation, fear when I'm doing things out of, out of order. I remember mm-hmm. when I was um, still in my single phase, I was manipulated into going into a situation between a girlfriend and a boyfriend, not knowing that they were together and going to pick up this individual mm. and just feeling this anxiety on my way back and speeding literally because of that anxiety. So realizing that there are the Holy spirit is going to tell you things, and it may be a reaction that comes out of your body. And you're, if you know what it is, if you know that that's the Holy spirit, you're going to be questioning. Why am I feeling this way? If I'm walking into something that is supposed to be mine or something I'm supposed to be doing, I shouldn't have these reactions going on in my body and my mind as to not making the right decision. So You'll have the peace when you are making mm-hmm. the right decision, and you'll have also the confirmations. Um, I remember I went through a period of life where I was like, God, I don't need any more prophetic words. And it's just like, well, actually, you do because you need the confirmations and you mm-hmm. need the reminders because you may have received a prophetic word from years ago, and, and there now it's a follow-up because now is the time for something to to be orchestrated or for you to walk in something and so you need that reminder. So it's it's really important to have the Holy Spirit guide you and correct you. And if the Holy Spirit is is correcting you, you do realize that if your flesh gets in the way, you're going to have these feelings of offense or your flesh may be resistant because you are in a place of growth, but your flesh doesn't want to grow. So realizing that too, When you're being corrected, if it's by a person, so God is speaking to the person and he's saying, well, these are some things you should work on. Or even if the Holy Spirit has a a conversation with you internally and says, well, Kia, that wasn't the way to go about that. I remember (laughs) when I used to work at a nonprofit, as having an email conversation and I just wanted to let this person know what's what's going on, my thoughts. And then (laughs) the Holy Spirit was like, you don't need to do that. And I didn't mm. do it because it would have taken me out of a place of character that I should be walking in, realizing mm-hmm. that I'm an ambassador. So if I have these situations where I'm in an environment, even communicating online, and I say something out of order, that is reflection of of who I am. And I shouldn't want to reflect God in a bad way. Mm-hmm. So discernment is important and realizing who are you listening to this in this season? I trust that you enjoyed this episode with Jasmine Jones. Be sure to tune in next week for part two. See you then.